0: This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. Let's dive right into the word. For tonight, as usual, per usual, I have way more word than I have time, so I'll just do the best that I can for tonight. Somebody told me to take my time, and y'all don't want to try me like that tonight because I just might do it. Glory to God. The topic for my discussion for tonight is healed mind. Healed mind. Healed mind. We've been learning about Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika. So we know that those are names that when we're in a regular conversation with God, when we're focusing our prayer for specific results, we can call the name Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika for healing, to heal our minds. Would you say this with me? Say Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika, touch my mind. Come on, now you gotta say it like you inviting him, woo, like you inviting him to touch your mind. Say Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika, in the name of Jesus, touch my mind. And she's, woo, hallelujah! I felt the Holy Ghost on that right there. The word touch does not simply mean just, t- just lightly tap it. This word touch means grab hold to. Take a firm hold on, to grip, to clutch. So grab a hold to my mind. Take a firm hold on my mind. grip my mind, clutch my mind. Listen, until I'm better. Until I am better. Come on, we need our minds healed. According to James chapter 5 and verse 16, It says, the effectual, (coughs) fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much or makes dynamite, dunamis, explosive power, might, and ability available to me. The effectual, fervent prayer. Effectual has reference to when I pray, when I'm calling on the name Jehovah Rapha, <clears throat> Jehovah Rafika, I'm praying for specific effects. I need Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika to touch my mind so that my mind is healed. I'm going to build my cave because somebody, I don't need my mind. Yes, you do, because it has reference to your mind, will, your emotions, your imagination, and your intellect. Let me make it plain tonight. This has reference to the area of offense. When you're walking around a with your feelings hurt thinking that somebody did you wrong, what is happening is you're holding back the healing power of God and you keep walking around with an open wound an open wound an open wound becomes toxic, what's the word it just begins to, what's that word when it's just open and it just gets worse it's filled with pus, what's the word it begins to fester. Come on. I'm talking to people as well who are offended. Come on. Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika, heal my mind. Heal this area of offense. I'm going to build my case and talk about that in just a little while. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7 in the New King James Version read this way. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto God we call the specific name of God that will yield the specific desired result that I have need of so when I'm hurt wounded and offended I need healing so I'm calling on Jehovah Rapha I'm calling on Jehovah Rafika with thanksgiving and it says the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through christ jesus Hmm. second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says for god has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Let me read it this way. God has not given us a spirit of fear, anxiety, worry, depression, offense, but he did give me power, love, and a healed mind. This word, fear, is something that is looming, is something that is permanent, is something that is ominous, dismal, gloomy, and perilous. You'll hear people say, I ain't scared of nothing. Scared and fear are two different words. Scared is temporary. But fear has that kind of grip that it, it sinks, it clutches into you, and it tries to make you its prisoner. Fear is an intimidating coward. Fear is a bully. In the Greek, the word phobos is for fear. Phobos is where we get our word phobia, which means terror, alarm, listen, withdrawal, isolation. Mm -hmm. Still talking about fear and phobia. Fleeing because of feelings of inadequacy. Avoid because of dread. Some people avoid going places because they dread how they are going to feel when they get in the middle of everyone. It also has reference to panic and flight because your terror struck. God has not given you a spirit of fear. But he did give you power, love, listen, and a healed mind. This word, fear not, is mentioned 365 times in the Bible, which means we need to call on Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika every single day. There's a remedy that we take every day of the year to combat fear. Remember, which has reference to offense. It has reference to terror, alarm, withdrawal, isolation, fleeing because of inadequacy, avoid because of dread, panic and flight because of terror struck. Here are the symptoms of fear. I'm still talking about a healed mind. A healed mind. Symptoms of fear include phobias, nightmares, sickness, Death, worry, alarm, dread, excessive timidity, stress, panic, terror, trepidation, and psychological complexes, psychological complexes, that's talking about in in the area of your mind, and even heart attacks. Luke the physician said in Luke chapter 21 and verse 26, men's hearts were failing them because of fear. Because God didn't give you fear. And it does not belong to you. Worry, anxiety, and fear, listen to me, it all stems from the same emotion. But it's on a different level. So you go from Worry to anxiety to fear to phobia and before you know it you're a prisoner of fear it all stems from your mind are you listening to me I'm talking today about a healed mind worry mutates into anxiety There's a mutation that happens. When I was growing up, when you were expressing that you really care for somebody, you'd be like you're worried about them. And it made you feel good that somebody was worried about you. But then it mutates into something else. Then that mutates into something else, and that mutates. Listen to me. Fear is not your friend. Worry is not your friend. And none of it come from God. Worry means to fret or to have disturbing thoughts, a nagging, annoying feeling of trouble, a gnawing sense of uneasiness. You've got to make up your mind. I'm not going to worry because I have a healed mind. When you begin to feel that fret and that, that uneasiness, that's when you call on the name Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika. To heal my mind, touch my mind, and touch my mind, and touch my mind until my mind is better. Y'all better come in here with me today. Anxiety has reference to extreme tension, mental uncertainty, bleakness, and a piercing sense of hopelessness. don't even see any way out what's going to happen oh i can't even take it anymore and it just goes on and on to a whole nother level that's when we talk to jehovah rafa jehovah rafika and we tell we ask him to touch my mind not just touch grab my mind take hold of my mind Hold on to my mind and don't let my mind go until I am better. Fear has reference to a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, pain, and etc. Whether the threat is real or imagined. Whether it's real or imagined. Let me pause for a second. Have you ever had a nightmare... And you wake up, <laughs> what you breathing hard for? You were laying down asleep. Because what you imagine begin to manifest in your body. <laughs> Heart's beating. You were asleep. You were laying down. You weren't running a marathon. But that fear tried to creep into your body and introduce itself into your body. Am I making faith to anybody? So this is whether it's a real threat, listen. Or an imagined threat because your body doesn't know the difference. That's why we have to have a healed mind. Are you listening to me? It's a sense of persistent and prolonged dread. It's a sense of feeling tormented. It's a sense of irrational terror. It's fright. It's horror. So I need the healing touch of Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika in my mind. Are you listening to me? Fear is toxic. It's poisonous. It's harmful. It's malicious. It's lethal. Are you listening to me? And fear comes from the same gene pool as doubt. So if the enemy can get you into fear, he can get you into doubt. And that's when your faith does not work. Are you listening to me? The enemy wants you to be double-minded. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Listen to me. We need Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika to touch our minds so that our minds are healed. Are you listening to me? If you're like me, you've experienced trauma in your life and things that are happening, you've seen things and experienced things that maybe you shouldn't have experienced, and those things traumatize you. Just because they traumatized you at seven, at 57, you shouldn't still have that same ball of fear because I have to trust Jehovah Rafa. Jehovah Rafika to heal my mind so that the thought of that thing does not paralyze me with fear. Come on, our lives are busy right now, guys. We are busy, everybody is busy. Just when you have to want to have some fellowship with your friends, you have to throw out three or four dates just before y'all can get your schedules to align, right? Because we're all so busy, and the devil loves it when you're busy, and he wants to keep piling it, and piling it and piling it and piling it and piling it on until you're overwhelmed. Overwhelm is assessing the whole situation outside of God. Overwhelm is fear in disguise. So fear in disguise, it disguises itself as overwhelm. And then you just feel like, I I can't... Eh, eh, and you get so, uh, just a ball. <laughs> that is not God. Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika, touch my mind. I need my mind healed. Rick Renner said, this is in the Renner uh, International Version, he said, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. He has given you a mind that has been delivered, Rescued, revived, salvaged, protected, and brought into a place of safety and security. So there is no longer, it is no longer affected by illogical, unfounded, and absurd thoughts. Now, oftentimes we don't want to let people know that we've had illogical, unfounded, absurd thoughts. But sometimes when you're offended, it bleeds into that. Let me take a station break right here. Remember, I told you, and I'm telling on myself, I was going out of town. I was going on a a, a pastor's sabbatical. I needed some time to rest. I was exhausted. So my driver was taking me from the church to the airport. So I asked the kids. I said, one of y'all, I didn't ask. I told them. I said, one of y'all take my truck home. I'm all the way in the place. I'm headed to my location so that I could get some rest. Just preached, just ministered, hadn't had a vacation, hadn't had any time off in a long time. So when I called back, I said, who took my truck home? They were like, who did you tell to take it home? I was like, didn't nobody take my truck home? I can't believe nobody took my truck home out of everything that I do for y'all. And y'all can't nobody take my, and all I asked you to do is say, uh, it'll be a chilly day. I walked through, a car. I just went from one thing to the next, And then I was sitting on the train just crying. Because in my mind, I said, nobody loves me. Nobody in this whole world loves I really felt like nobody in the world loved me. That was a logical, absurd thought, wasn't it? But what happens is when you get offended, you don't even think logically anymore. And when you're not thinking logically anymore, here comes the enemy with a truckload of fear, a truckload of overwhelm, a truckload of anxiety, a truckload of timidity, a truckload of foolishness. Thoughts that have no spiritual basis whatsoever. And I said, my kids don't even love me out of everything that I do for them. I don't have nobody in this whole world. I really was feeling like that. That was offense that mutated into something else. Are you listening to me? We've got to be careful about offense because it will mutate that quick. I just preached I had just preached the word of faith. I had gotten on an airplane, was headed to my destination, and that quick, the enemy began to fight my mind. And I was sitting there crying real tears. And they kept trying to call me, call me, call me, and I was like, delete, 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 delete. I wouldn't even answer the phone because I was so offended. Then finally, they were like, mom. We would do anything for you. We just said, Who did you tell to do it? Any, one of us will do it. Anybody. Because in my mind, I was like, I just called Tavon. <laughs> I did. I was thinking that. They don't want to do it. Tavon will do it for me. I was just illogical thinking. What would make me think that Tavon would do more for me than my own children would? Right. Even though he would do any, almost anything that I asked him to do, but what would lie to me? To tell me that Tavon would rather do it for me than my children. Are you listening to me? The enemy will wait until you're tired and bring illogical, absurd thoughts. Come on. When you're grieving, illogical, absurd thoughts. Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika, touch my mind. I needed my mind touched. Grab hold of my mind when my emotions are getting the best of me. Grab hold of my mind and heal me. Keep holding on to me until I get better. Let me read the Renner edition again because it's so good. It says, God has not given you a spirit of fear. Remember, everything that I'm talking about stems from fear, anxiety, worry, overwhelm, uh, low self-esteem, and All of it starts with uh, a fear, and it just mutates, and it mutates, and it mutates. So I need to pray for my own mind right? I have to pray to Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika. I got to give him an invitation. Touch my mind. Are you listening to me? God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. He has given you a mind that has been delivered, rescued, revived, salvaged, protected, and brought into a place of safety and security so that it is no longer affected by a logical unfounded, absurd thoughts. I'm still talking about healed mind. Minister T.J. taught a week ago today about Naaman or Naaman who had went to the prophet. And he thought in his mind, when I come because I'm wealthy and I'm a commander in the army, he's going to come out and he's going to wave his hand over me and he's going to do this, that, and the fifth. Well, when he got to the prophet's house, the prophet sent the servant out and said, go tell him to go dip in the Jordan River. He got offended. I'm just going home. This doesn't make any sense. I thought he would do, at least he would do this. At least he would do this. Listen to me. Sometimes we get offended by something nobody ever promised us. It's an unrealistic expectation. You expected something from somebody that they never said that they would do. And then you get offended. And when you're offended, the enemy get, begins to wail on your head, and your faith is inoperable. Your faith cannot accomplish what it's designed to accomplish. Remember John the Baptist? He got offended. He was in a jail. He said his disciples, go ahead. Say, Jesus, are you the one, or should we look for another? John the Baptist? You were the forerunner. You were the one that said, behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. You were the one that said, I'm not even worthy to unloose your sandals. You were the one when you baptized Jesus, the the spirit descended like a dove and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Now because you're offended, offense will begin to cause you to question stuff that you know is true. Offense will cause you to question stuff that you know is true. I know TGS and Gabe, Gabby, Vance, and Jessica love me. When I got offended, I was sitting on the bus. Talking about nobody love me nowhere. I just called fine. The enemy had me thinking something that was a bold-faced lie because of offense when jesus when the lady broke open the alabaster flask and all that fragrant oil filled the room judas got offended talk about was she's wasting all that oil we could have sold that oil and given it to the poor and jesus swung around on him and said you weren't worried about the poor you're the treasurer and you steal the money that's in the money box Judas got offended, and what's the first thing, the first thing the Bible says that he did, he went and cut a deal to betray the Savior. Come on. Offense will have you thinking illogical, unfounded, absurd thoughts. Come on. Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika, touch my mind. I got to go. It looks like the clock stopped, so I don't know what kind of time I have. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 and 6 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Listen, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. So the same mind that is in Christ is the same mind that I have in me. I've got to take on the mind of Christ, Come on, would you take your own right hand and put it on your own head and say, I have the mind of Christ. Come on, I have the mind of Christ. When I apply his anointing and his word from the word of God to my mind, it fixes everything that is off. I know for a fact I couldn't be the only one that has thought an off thought. I know for a fact I couldn't have been the only one in here that had a stupid thought. But that's when I have to invite Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika, to touch my mind. We learned that God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us power, love, and a sound mind. Well, the devil doesn't want you to have power. He doesn't want you to have love, nor does he want you to have a sound mind. He wants you to have the polar opposite. So he is going to do everything within his power to affect your mind so that you don't have power, love, and a sound mind, but you will have weakness, inability, and impotence. You will have hate, detesting, and loathing. You'll walk around rolling your eyes talking about, I can't stand so-and-so. You ever had that feeling, you'd be so mad, I can't stand it. You roll your eyes, whoa, that thing is deep. You got to stop. Don't listen, 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 we can't deal with that passively. When you start getting in your mind, know, I hate this person. I can't stand this. Stop! Stop right there. Then and there on the spot, and ask Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika to heal your mind. Because all the enemy wants is an entrance way. Remember, I taught you. Uh, entrance way. He just wants in. A burglar or a robber might break in through the basement. They don't just want the basement. They want your bedroom, the kitchen, the library, your safe. They want. But don't give the devil place. Don't give them an entryway. Instead of a sound mind, the devil wants you to have a puny, frail, feeble, sick, ill mind. Are you listening to me? But God has not given you a spirit of fear which mutates into worry, anxiety, depression, all of those other things. But he did give you a sound mind or a healed mind would you take your hand and put it on your head jehovah rafa jehovah rafika heal my mind i've got to close right here it keeps saying i got three minutes and 22 seconds i guess i'm out of time but let me just read how many i just got a couple of them let me read Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 17. The A portion says, I will restore to health to you and heal you of your wounds. That's the hurt feelings, the trauma, the tragedy, the stuff that has happened in your past. Listen, and the things that you're thinking about that haven't even happened yet. Because remember, fear even has reference to stuff that hasn't even happened. Listen, it may never happen. But he heals all of your wounds. First Peter chapter 8 verse 5 says, keep a cool head, stay alert. The devil was poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Keep your guard up and keep a firm grip on your faith. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Luke chapter 21 verse 19 says, in your patience possess ye your souls. The soul has reference to your mind. Will, emotions, imagination, and intellect. Therefore, listen to me right here. When things are out of control, you can still control yourself. You can control your mind. Your mind does not and should not control you. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27 says, Do not give the devil place. Don't give him an access point. Don't give him an entryway. Don't give him an access point and an entryway through anger, malice, offense, through lying but missing a mark. Don't give him an entryway in because he just doesn't want one place. He wants to access your whole body. Are you listening to me? This word, Diablos, is, with, is the name for the devil, and he just wants to pound. Dia means pounding. He wants to pound, penetrate his way into your thoughts. That's why you have obsessive thoughts. You just keep thinking about the, what is he doing? He's pounding, trying to get his way into your mind. You keep thinking about the same stupid stuff. You keep thinking about something God already delivered you from. You keep thinking about something that hasn't even happened to you, and then when he sees a little crack... He starts pounding, pounding, all the more because he's trying to chisel his way into your mind. God didn't give you a spirit of fear. He gave you power, love, and a sound, healed mind. Come on, you're not going crazy. You're not losing your mind. You're taking control of your mind. The word of God says, bring every thought captive and you make your thoughts obey. How do we do this? We do it by faith, Romans 10 and 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. You've got to put the word on the matter. You've got to put the word on the matter. If the enemy is fighting against your mind and fighting you with offense, you've got to put the word on that thing. You've got to put the word on it, and you've got to pray the word, and you've got to pray the name of Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rafika. I'm going to close right here. Fear opens the door to demonic spirits and influences. The, the, the demonic spirits and the demonic influences, when they come in, they'll manifest in different forms. Panic, anxiety, crying, weeping, it manifests in different ways. We know that fear is the polar opposite of power, love, and a sound mind. Fear is designed to keep you stagnated, keep you paralyzed like a deer in headlights. Fear voids your purpose and your blueprint. Fear won't even have you look at your blueprint. You probably haven't looked at it since Blueprint Sunday. Fear will keep you looking at it and keep you from planning your destiny and your future, preparing for the things that you said you expect. Are you listening to me? And fear can enter through trauma. Therefore, you've got to leave the past behind you got to stop tripping over something that's already over. And you got to stop tripping over stuff that haven't even happened. Here's the last scripture, and I'm going to leave it alone right here. Psalm number 56, stanzas 3 and 4 in the Good News translation says, When I'm afraid, when I'm in anxiety, terror, phobia, dread, when I'm not thinking properly, O Lord Almighty, I put my trust in you. I trust in God, and I am not afraid. I am not depressed. I am not offended. I praise him for what he has promised. Why? Because not only is he a promise giver, he's a promise keeper. I've talked to you today, and I've laid some groundwork down on healed mind. Would you say out loud, I've got a healed mind? A healed mind. Now take your own white right hand and put it on your head and say, I've got a healed mind. It is so in Jesus' name. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church, we're a family.